0: Robert Dubois. He's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I'm not joining your suicide squad. We'll see.
1: My court need
0: is coming up. And Miss Waller said maybe you could help me out. you in my door! Everyone stand down. Miss Waller, I don't- STAND DOWN! I wouldn't take such extreme measures. If this mission weren't more important than you could possibly imagine, are you in? Or out. Good. Let's meet your team. It's okay, I'm not okay. Each member has chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities.
1: I need to feel the on, my head, on my head.
0: Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Had to go number two. Good to know. Is this thing a dog?
1: A dog? What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I'm gonna go with
0: Afghan hound.
1: Oh my God! Is it a werewolf? Yo, they sent me next to a werewolf! Yo, let me out! Yeah, hey, he's not a werewolf, okay? He's a weasel.
0: He's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He's killed 27 children, but you know. <laughs> Your mission is to destroy every trace of something known only as Project Starfish. Any questions? Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? No. No. All right. Let's get it.
1: <jeopardy> this is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing.
0: I'm a superhero! I'm That's my dad.
1: I want to get you out of here life.
0: I'm going to get you out of here alive.
1: Ratatouille, what do you got?
0: Bird. <laughs> now, now, wait. stay off the comp. I'm Jessica. And I'm Cameron. <laughs>
1: we're just two cousins who love watching movies so we decided to make a podcast welcome to the what the flick podcast welcome to episode two of what the flick this week what the flick i felt the need to like give it its own it needed more inflection um Absolutely. This week we're reviewing The Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, that came out in 2016. This is The Suicide Squad, which just came out mm-hmm. this weekend. What what are your thoughts, man? Okay, let's start with the scores. Let's just start with the overall scores and then we're we also decided because it's nigh impossible to talk about this movie without spoiling it. So, we're going to have yeah, this yeah. upfront section, no spoilers, and then we will alert you when we are delving into spoiler territory, which I imagine won't be too far yes. into the episode, so <laughs> um, yeah,
0: it's it's yeah, we both agreed it's tough to talk about without really getting into it. So,
1: so I have to tell you, you're going to be very upset at me because of everything that we said in the first episode of this podcast. Um, I actually have not seen this in theaters yet.
0: Oh, I know. I was, was going to ask you that before we started recording. I didn't know if you'd seen it in theaters.
1: So. First of all, I was having trouble with the AMC app. So, boo on AMC. Really? Yes. I couldn't get into my account. on AMC. And, but that wasn't the real reason I didn't go. I was going to go today. It's a long story. Mm -hmm. I wasn't at my house this weekend. So, I was far away from a theater, which is why it was nice that it was on HBO Max. So, I watched it on HBO Max Friday night. and had every intention on at least going and seeing it in a the theater before we recorded this podcast. But like I said, AMC, stupid app didn't work, but I did watch it two times and okay. I watched the old Suicide Squad. Oh, I just finished it right before I logged on to record this podcast. So I actually have a lot of thoughts about this, but I'm going to let you go first because I have a feeling that you scored it higher than I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Would be my so, guess.
1: So you go ahead and give us your score and the highlights yeah. of why you gave it that score.
0: Yeah. So right off the bat, I will tell you I saw it twice. I saw it once in theaters opening night in Dolby. And then I watched it yesterday afternoon on HBO Max. Uh okay. and like we have like a theater setup at the house. It's like pretty yes. nice. And Amazing. it was a not insignificant step down from seeing in theaters. Really? Yeah, I I like watched it yesterday and like I still like loved it and everything. Like I, I still had a really good time with it or whatever. But I could I could tell the difference. Like it was like a step. It was like a step down in terms of mostly like sound, a little bit visuals. Um, I did like some adjustment like on the theater like projector and stuff like that to kind of get the color like a little bit yeah. better. Um, but the color didn't come through quite as well as it did in Dolby. Um, I thought visually mm-hmm. it was. It was a step up, um, and sound wise, obviously, like there's just more yeah. thump to it. You can't beat Dolby. Yeah, you can't beat Dolby. Um, yeah. But I would say that, like the theater experience was great. Um, I gave it, yeah. So like I said, saw it opening night, and um, Dolby, and I landed on after my second watch. Actually, I didn't change it from my first watch. Uh, Ninety two out of a hundred.
1: Ninety two. Look at you. Okay, yeah, so
0: that's third highest of the, of the year, actually. Really. For me
1: okay well there you go i again have not had the theater experience i do agree that probably that would sway my score a little bit so i don't know that this is a fair although i think the issues that i have with it will be the same whether i see it in a theater or not so i actually scored it at a 77 okay so, but I will also, but my thoughts behind it, I'm prefacing it with, I am not the target demographic for this movie. <laughs> 1000%. I love James Gunn. I would argue that Guardians was better. I liked Guardians better. But I think that Guardians is probably geared more towards me. I liked sui- the, suicide, the Suicide Squad. Do we have to actually say that the entire podcast? Or people will know. They get it, right? Yeah, um, they get it. So... It just was a little too gory for me.
0: Yep. Which is fine. That was the issue I figured you would have.
1: And I knew going into it. I mean, I saw the trailer. It's not like I knew what I was getting in for. I think the... I I imagine that I would bump it up to the 80s having seen it in a Dolby theater. Probably. Um, Probably. The script is so good. Like, he's so good. But that's James Gunn. I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's amazing it's just, at It's just what you're
0: used to. It's what you yeah. expect out of him. And it, I don't know. He delivered on it there really and well. And the
1: characters were really, really good. We'll get more into that. I have a lot of things I want to say about the characters in the spoiler section of the podcast because I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, I will say that Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn just gets better every movie that every she's time. in. Where she plays Harley. It's, she's so good.
0: Every time I see her as Harley Quinn, it, it, I'm like, every, every time I'm like, couldn't have been a more perfect casting for her. Like they could not have lucked out more with having Margot Robbie play, play Harley Quinn. Like, and you're right. She just gets better every time. It's like, she like, she's like advanced the character every time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, she gets deeper into it each time. And I mean, she was fantastic, of course. Um, But yeah, I'll give like some some of my thoughts behind the score and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Basically, so I'll say like right off the bat, soundtrack was so was very good. I, <laughs> I liked was one it a of lot. That's my notes. I
1: was like, Do you think Johnny Cash um, ever imagined that his song would be playing over the DC opening?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I was like, What um, is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, you know, like Gun with Guardians and Guardians Two, um, the music plays like a very almost like crucial role um, behind like the characters and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. You know with star lord and stuff like his connection it's like it's like the music is in the movie right like it's part of it's part of the the thing going on yeah but so this one is less um i'd say like memorable on like a grand scale in terms of like you're like oh like i just remember that specific thing but like i did definitely like notice like songs at times where i was like oh it's a really good song like this goes great with this scene and whatever like he tied it together really well yeah um I think you know i think he did a great job with that like i said probably not like iconic as yeah. much as like the guardians and guardians 2 one but i think it was still up there i really enjoyed it um i'd say gun's ability to like take these obscure characters that aren't even like necessarily like good people yeah and and they're all like three-dimensional which which i do like um like there's you know there's depth to like the characters and like they're not necessarily like terrible or like they've done some bad stuff but there's like redeeming qualities and so i mean some of them are just kind of like straight up bad people but um i just think he does such a good job of taking one characters that like you shouldn't care about Yeah. That, like, you don't know, like, you know, going into this movie, how many characters were there that, like, you had no idea, you'd never seen them before, had no idea about them. And then by the end of the movie, like, I felt like I was like, oh, man, like, I love that character. I love that character. And you get, like, emotionally invested in them, like, even with, like, some of their, like, flaws and and stuff like that, which, like, he doesn't, like, shy away from. Like, he doesn't try and make them into, like, outright heroes. Like, I guess, like, Star-Lord and maybe Groot would be and that where like they're well, actually just like good. I
1: think it's hard it's hard to compare obviously because the suicide squad is a band of villains that are being forced to do something good versus people who are good who don't want to be heroes but are becoming heroes. Like there's a difference, you know. Yeah, like, it's hard to yeah, compare. there's a
0: difference for sure. Mm-hmm, for sure. But you know, and and like I guess I'd say like this movie doesn't have a super strong villain. But I don't think that really, like, took away anything for me because he does such a good job of, like, getting into those characters and really makes it, like, more about the characters and, like, their arcs than it is about, like, the end goal. Yeah. And I thought the end goal was, like, still good and, like, you know, the villain, like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, there's, like, two or three technically.
1: Yeah. Villains. It's kind of similar. Like, it reminded me of what we talked about with Jungle Cruise last week where it's, like... I actually i think it was a disservice like to the movie which is why like it kind of scored lower for me because i don't feel like it all came together so like you, when we were talking about jungle mm-hmm. cruise we're like i feel like all the villains in jungle cruise had a purpose and with this one i was just kind of like i don't really know like the, there's and we can talk about it in the spoiler section there's only one villain that i actually felt like had a purpose and i don't even know if they're i guess i don't want to give away any spoilers they're not technically the villain even though they are
0: (laughs) right that's kind of like one of the things that we will like talk about in spoilers that i thought was interesting and why i didn't have as much problem with kind of like the weaker villain thing yeah um and i'll get into that a little bit later but um fantastic you know moving on from you know just like those parts of the movie um the characters, like the actors, great performances. Yeah, great they performances. cast it, like,
1: perfectly. Yeah.
0: yeah like, like, it's cast uh, perfectly. Decimal, yeah. Decimal Shane, is that how you say it? I, th- I have
1: no idea how you say it.
0: David Desmall Chain. Something. Something like that. He was great. Yeah, uh, Idris Elba was, oh, yeah, I mean, Idris that was Elba's one of my favorite amazing. Idris Elba things. Like, he was such a good character in that. Um,
1: like, John Cena was, I'm like, gonna, perfectly cast.
0: I, yeah, 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 we'll get John <laughs> Cena is... <laughs> Like I love the Ratcatcher two character like yes. specifically, but in terms of like people like shining through and like continuing to be like this dude is a, a killer like as an actor, it's John Cena. He's fantastic. He is yeah. such a good comedic actor,
1: and he like shouldn't be, but he absolutely is. Like you're no. like what the heck, it man? It makes
0: it makes no sense for him to be like that good and that funny. Have you seen uh, Blockers?
1: No but I've heard good things about it. Oh, is he good in it?
0: Oh, so that, that is like when like, I really was like, holy cow, like John Cena is like for real. Like he is so funny in that movie. Is he really? And yeah, it, it like it's, and he's just so good at like the kind of like deadpan. I'm kind of out of the loop here guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yeah, he's he, like kind of ditzy. He, yeah. He kind yeah. like, he, he thinks he knows what's going on, <laughs> right. but he doesn't really. Yeah. Um, but him as as peacemaker, and I can absolutely see why they like greenlit uh, a series yeah. for his character for peacemaker yeah. because, I mean, he's shown through like he was really really good, uh, hilarious. Idris it was great. Like, well, it's funny to Like,
1: think about that. So last week we did Jungle Cruise, and then this week we're doing uh, the Suicide Squad. Both that star former wrestlers, pro wrestlers, former wrestlers who are now actors and i would argue comedic actors and actually doing really a really good job at it,
0: it and it's crazy because we can connect this james gunn wise uh to guardians of the galaxy and oh, and yeah, batista <laughs> yes like but like that's three guys that are former wrestlers that i mean i would probably maybe make the argument that batista might be the best out of the three of them in terms of like actual like critical performances like he is so good um you remember him in Blade Runner 2049?
1: Oh yeah, he was good in that.
0: He was good in that. Like he's just got like some really good roles and I mean they're all like but they're all three like they're all three really really good. Like they all have great performances yeah, under their belt where it's sure. like super enjoyable. Which um, just proves I'd say... that
1: wrestling is all acting.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly, right? Like it's funny to like see them kind of like like take that leap and kind of get into it but I, I just don't think it's I don't think it's like too terribly different for them because no, and I think like, they're proving they've been like, doing it.
1: Yeah, they're like proving their worth. I think as actors, um, yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent.
0: And I, I will say, I think, I think Cena is the best comedic actor out of them. And if you watch Blockers, I think you'll you'll he, probably feel that way too. Um,
1: he was good in Trainwreck too. Did you see Trainwreck? Yeah. yeah, he was good in that. He's very he's in it very briefly, but I thought he was really good in that. Um, I think John Cena is probably. I think he's been in the funniest movies. Like I think he's been given the yeah. best scripts. I don't know. Dave is so like as Drax is pretty yeah. high up there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'd say the rock has probably on a whole been given like the least amount to really like.
1: Well, he show kinda off. went like full on action for a while. Like I would say like yeah. he Jumanji and yeah. Jungle Cruise were kind of like his first kind of forays into that comedy arena.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. And so like he's He's just—he's had roles that are more like big blockbuster, yeah. like summer action kind yeah. of things. which is Guardians, like fine. did you catch
1: the Palm Clementoff? Clement? I don't know how you say her last name. Where this is just a whole yes. podcast of us not knowing how to say last names. Um, yeah,
0: that's that's what we're signed up for. I was
1: like, for. is that her? And then I saw something online. And I was like, oh, I knew it. Which then, of course, just got me super jacked for Mission Impossible Seven because she's in that. So oh, I'm like, yeah.
0: I forgot she was total foray in
1: into, yes, yeah, something that has nothing to do with our podcast. <laughs> but I think it's cool that James Gunn throws people in there, obviously, that he's worked with before, and he kind of has his, like, core group of people, yeah. uh, which yeah. I always- think I noticed is her, like, cool. right away yeah. in that
0: scene, too, because, like, like, you know, she is, like, front and center, but, like, yeah. I wasn't 100% positive, but I was like, that looked like her, yes. and it's James Gunn, so I'm just going to assume it is. Yeah. Right? No, 100%. So- But I do, I do like, I want to highlight Ratcatcher too. Her name's Daniela Melchior. 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 Something like that. I looked her up. She, um, and yeah, I looked up her filmography and stuff like that. It looks like she's done like a lot of like Portuguese. Like she's, I think she is actually Portuguese. Um, And she's done like a lot of stuff, like, you know, foreign language, whatever, before this. But this is like her first, like, in terms of like a worldwide audience, like role. And she was fantastic. Like, I think she was literally like, between her and you just elbow like kind of like the heart and soul of like yeah. what came through of like the really you know not just like the comedic action gore you know yeah. like the actual like i guess heart of the movie like came through so well and like i just think she was she was great she was my favorite character in it um i think she did like a really good really good job and also i found out that uh sebastian the little guy the little rat <laughs> the
1: little rat yeah real real rat what that wasn't cg yeah
0: real rat no well i think i think some of the scenes were cg with him for sure but um like a lot of the stuff like there was a real sebastian because like i went and um i think i went and found her twitter yeah it was twitter and you know obviously like she was like doing like a lot of tweets Daniela Melchior, um
1: not the rat about
0: like suicide squad and stuff (laughs) like that not the rat rat i didn't find the rat's twitter account yet i'm still looking (laughs) um but anyway she like posted a picture and she it was her and the rat and she was like holding him and she's like Sebastian is real he's a real rat they have
1: a trained rat that they had on set
0: they have a trained rat okay so now and he he was wearing the little red thing
1: oh my gosh okay so this is crazy so James Gunn has had a raccoon a weasel and a rat in all of his movies
0: (laughs) he's got something with like strange like sentient kind of creatures just
1: gross little miscreants that nobody wants to be around Um, yeah yeah, that's hilarious Uh, oh my gosh i always think james gunn is just crazy creative like the way he um like i the titles like the way he does like titles in this movie are all yeah that was one of my favorite parts dude he's freaking brilliant like the way it was like
0: chapter cards essentially yeah. and like he just blended it into the scene like it was so cool oh i gosh. love that like, little touch I literally
1: was like that's the thing that's one of the things that i like so appreciate about james gunn and honestly like he does a really good job because when the trailer came out for guardians like i just remember thinking oh, this is gonna be the first marvel movie that i don't like
0: yeah you're like, like what i is just this? knew I it i was like is. i'm not gonna yeah. like
1: that and then i went and guardians 2 is literally like my favorite marvel movie of all of the marvel mm-hmm. movies and he just yeah, has this guardians way of like guardians taking these like crazy insane ideas and like universes and characters and making it not seem like it still seems crazy but it doesn't seem so crazy
0: he, yeah he grounds it in like a very approachable way yeah I feel like yeah it's you know like I'm saying really like there pivot. is like like you said yeah. there's crazy stuff going on obviously but like I I think he does like a really good job of like managing it and like not letting it get away from him yeah you know yeah like, like he's just really good at it and um, there's also like one shot in this movie that I really loved um it was is it one of like the f- not really okay. I guess I'll say Go it ahead. it's um there's like a fight scene, and Peacemaker has his helmet. Oh is on yes, the ground. I wrote that down.
1: I wrote the fight scene in the helmet was way cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how he did so that. So basically,
0: yeah, basically he like films the fight scene at least partially like through the reflection of like the silver helmet, which I it was really cool. Well, really like, cool. so
1: that's a thing too. So I'm watching it, and I don't know like physically how he did it because obviously like the reflection of the camera would be in the helmet, and obviously right. that's not there. So I'm wondering if he yeah. filmed it with like a fish eye lens like low, I wonder if he filmed the fight scene with a fisheye lens low and then re-warped it the other way. And like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how he did it.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know either. I'm you're like right. super interested well,
1: for the commentary.
0: Yeah, I am, too. When I, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know how he did that, but you bring up a good, like, I didn't think about it deeply enough to be like, well, yeah. no, really, how did they do that? I'm a
1: weirdo, and nobody wants to see movies with me because I'm like, where's the camera? How did he do that? Like, I ruin this stuff all that? the time. Yeah, where they're like, we filmed it in the helmet. No, we didn't, because where's the reflection of the camera? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I also, like, I got to say, like, I, I think, like, the swing that he takes, like, at the beginning of the movie with, like, some of the characters. And- yes, which we'll have to like talk that, about that in the
1: spoilery section, because it's actually, he does take a big swing, and I, for me, it kind of pissed me off. I could see that. So, I could see where somebody would be like, oh, yeah, that was awesome, and I'm like, yeah.
0: Aside from that, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I, I, there was some really good action scenes, there was some great payoffs, great jokes, like, very funny. Um, oh, dude, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I had a running list of, like, I have five moments where I literally laughed out loud. Like, oh, I yeah, kept the yeah. list because I was like, I want to talk about them on the podcast.
0: I, I, yeah, I saw it's this with my sister. Funny. Yeah, it's very, and Me very and her funny. were both... <laughs> la- and, like, the whole theater was laughing out loud. Like, they, he hits on the jokes really, really well. Did you say like, you went
1: and saw it with Savannah? Yeah. Aw. Sad. I, I miss her. Um, I know. It was fun. Um, that's was so fun. Time. I will say, uh, obviously, Michael Rooker is in this, but it took me literally almost 20 minutes into the movie to realize it was him. Really? Yeah, because I only know him as... What's his face? From Guardians. Like...
0: Oh, as Yondu.
1: Yondu. I've never seen him without the blue makeup on. And so... And I was like, man, his... I was like, that voice sounds so familiar. And I was like, I think it's the guy from Guardians. But then I was like, surely he didn't cast the same guy. No, he did. Um, but he's he really good in the movie. He's the first character you see in the movie. He's the very first one.
0: He is. He's the opening with the Johnny Cash. Yes. Like, which I think is and, very funny, too. That is yes. another interesting thing.
1: I, and my one last thing I want to talk about with the actors is, like, I just love Viola Davis so much. I think she's so good. Oh. And yeah, she's good she's in fantastic. everything she does. Like, everything. And she was good in the first Suicide Squad. Like, I remember thinking, like, "Ah, they got Viola Davis for a DC movie. And I was really, really glad that they kept her on for this one. And so it's not technically a sequel or a remake, but there are characters from that movie that carry over, such as Viola Davis's Amanda Waller, Mm -hmm. Margot Robbie's Harley Harley Quinn, Jai Courtney's Boomerang.
0: Jack Courtney's Boomerang yes, which is also uh, in was this. surprising that it made the cut but
1: I know so there are a few and it's like clear the way they set up the movie is that it's like the first one happened sort of they don't directly reference it but there's definitely like an understanding of like what was set up in the first Suicide Squad movie is kind yeah. of understood yeah. in this movie even though the setup of the first Suicide Squad is actually the best part of the movie. I'm glad that they didn't rehash all of that in this one. Yeah, um, I think, yeah,
0: I agree. I agree.
1: But I do think, like, even going back, and I know this comparison has been made, Idris Elba is not recast as Will Smith's character, Deadshot. No. He's a completely a different, different character, character. Bloodsport. And, but I have to say, they're very similar.
0: <laughs> very similar. Very similar. <laughs> to the point and I think where there I'm was like, almost...
1: Why didn't you just bring back Will Smith?
0: I think there's, like, a self-referential joke in there that kind of, like, spotlights that that's related to Bloodsport and Peacemaker at the very beginning. But I think it's kind of a meta joke as well, talking about Idris Elba and Will Smith's character.
1: Well, it's kind of funny Um, because, like, just having watched the first one, I'm like, man, Will Smith was one of the best parts of that movie and Idris for Elba's is sure. so good in the new one. Like, not, not taking away anything from Idris Elba, but I'm. Ju- it does just make me wonder, like, why didn't you bring back Will Smith? Because yeah, I
0: feel like it would have been. I don't know for sure. You know, obviously, I don't know yeah. what Will Smith's got going on, but it feels like it would have been easy to bring him back. Yeah. Um. And so you're right. It is kind of like I'm glad we got Idris Elba's Bloodsport, and like I'm I'm glad that because he was really good. Yeah. Um. But it is kind of interesting that they didn't just stick with, uh, Deadshot.
1: Deadshot. Yes. You nailed it. Look at you. I'm so proud. Pulled
0: it from my pocket Um, right
1: there. I would not have known that had I not just watched it. I would have been like, yeah, he's like similar to Will Smith, but I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, so I just thought that was interesting and like nothing taken away from Idris Elba because like you said, his performance was amazing. Like he is so good in it. And I just Mm -hmm. was like, well, that's odd. Like did James Gunn just like not want to bring back Will Smith? I don't know the story behind that or if Will Smith didn't want to do it or like what the deal was, but uh, Will Smith and Margot Robbie were arguably the best parts of the first um, Suicide's Squad and they brought back Margot Robbie for this one, so I was like, "Why would you not bring back Will Smith?" But it actually Will would start. have been kind of hilarious if they had had them both in there.
0: <laughs> that would have been that would have been very funny. That would and honestly, funny. Uh, we could
1: talk about that in the spoiler section. It would have been easy to bring him back. Are we done talking about non-spoilery things, Cameron? Or I think can, so. Think yeah. So? I mean, like,
0: I, I'll give. Like, if anybody doesn't want to listen to the spoiler section or whatever, like. Uh, you know you know my score I loved it I thought it was really fun I think even if like I I think even Jess would say like it's fun it's worth a watch it's a good time like and I think overall like it delivers pretty well just to like maybe varying degrees for certain people
1: yeah like I'm probably not going to recommend that to my mom to watch
0: yeah right like like, yeah I think there's definitely like an audience yeah yeah you you know your audience of like that's not for them right right
1: yeah, so it was so, like whereas whereas like I would I would I and I have and we have watched Guardians together like it's not yes. the same like they're yeah. not in the Guardians same. is
0: like a lot more tame like a lot more accessible yeah. I think this um,
1: is like a start it just the, these two movies are like I, I this is like the raunchiest goriest DC movie that exists.
0: And, oh yeah it's out there yeah, but
1: it's like it is a very clear divide between like marvel and dc like if you're looking at like a very clear oh, yeah. difference like james gunn directing both of these movies crazy which by the way before we move on to the spoilery section i forgot david harbour is in the original suicide squad did you remember that he plays amanda no. waller's associate and i was like david harbour is now in the oh. dc and marvel universe
0: I hadn't even realized that but you're I know. right. He's one of the
1: people that can claim it. There's only a few. Him, Zachary Levi. There aren't that many.
0: No, there's not that many. I was just thinking I thought I had another one. I know there's like one or two other ones, but there's not that many.
1: No. So but David Harbour, he could, technically can claim it now. Um, him go. I will say, yeah, before we move on to the spoilery section, it is fun. Like it's definitely um for me, I felt I I'm wondering if it was overhyped for me. Like, because the original Suicide Squad was such a letdown, I think people are like, this one is amazing. And it is really good. It is that much better than the original Suicide Squad. For sure. But for me, it was like, I was like, oh, like, I still enjoyed it, but I think I was expecting a lot more. And I think I read something. This is why you just shouldn't read stuff on Twitter before you see the movie. But somebody made something about like, oh, there's all these twists and James Gunn was like, yeah, like he tweeted back, like he was like, I know it was really hard to cut the trailer because of all the twists in the movie. And I think I was just expecting to be more like messed with, I think a little bit as far as like the plot yeah. goes. And it was very pretty standard.
0: After yeah. There's not, I, I'd say like the only like twist that I would really say is like at the beginning. Right.
1: Yeah, I agree. And even then, like, I don't even know that I would call it a twist. It's like... It's not even a twist. It's, it's like... The J. J. It's the J.J. thing of the storyline.
0: Yeah, it's a surprising
1: yeah. event to occur,
0: yeah. but it's not a twist. Yeah. Like, all of... The, I would say, like, there's not really any twist in we the movie. I need to go back movie. and see like, if it's... I can find
1: that tweet from James Gunn. But I, for me, I was, like, expecting a lot of... I just think I was expecting a lot more. Like, I think I... Mm-hmm. I meant to watch it before we recorded this, but remember when they released that behind-the-scenes featurette where they were, like, showing them yes. on set, like, filming stuff? Like, that yeah. seemed more fun to me than the actual movie. But I need to go back and watch it because it has been a long time since I've seen that. No,
0: I, I well, I, I think, I think part of that is part of the problem that you have with like the beginning part as well, where like maybe some things were built a little differently yes. than they. Okay. So, out with
1: that, I think we should launch into the this is your warning. Yes. If you listen beyond this point, you will be spoiled. Do not Heavily. get mad at us. We warned you. Stop listening Mm -hmm. now. This is the first time this podcast. We're going to tell you stop listening. If you haven't seen it and you don't want to know, stop now. Okay. Spoilers. So in the first fifteen, not even fifteen. It's got to be less time than that. I didn't. I didn't look at it. Half the characters die.
0: Oh, at least half. And
1: like big names.
0: Yeah, it was characters.
1: Pete Davidson gets shot in the face. Yeah. Story. um yeah who i was like oh my gosh okay well this is what we're in for <laughs> what's his name flula borg is <laughs> that how you say his name flula
0: borg yeah i didn't even realize that was him Are until like afterwards that, yeah because i it was like the blonde hair yeah. was like throwing me off and i was like i recognize that guy but i can't place him it was That's hilarious
1: uh javelin Nathan i believe the character's name tdk Nathan
0: Fillion. tdk Which, the detachable Gun kid
1: did firefly right is that why he's I friends th- with Nathan Fillion? I feel like he has him I in think, a lot of his.
0: I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. So
1: I really love Nathan Fillion because I was a nerd and I really liked Castle a lot. This is right. Mm, this is a right. this is a crime drama on ABC. Everybody, I watched it religiously. Um, <laughs> really liked him on the show, then really didn't like him on the show because of all this behind the scenes drama that happened with like contract negotiations. And I was like, wow, he seems like a real jerk. I don't really like him that much anymore. But I do think he's a phenomenal actor. And so I was excited to see him in this movie and he dies. And so I call this, I wrote it in my notes. I call this soloing. Because do you know what other movie did this that I hated? Solo. Solo. It ticked me off they introduced woody harrelson all these great characters in the first like 20 minutes of this movie and then they all die and i was like well i don't feel like i want to watch anymore because you killed all my favorite characters now they didn't kill all my favorite characters in this movie but i i do appreciate i am always about pulling the rug out from underneath the audience so you have these big names you never think like oh they're gonna kill them in the first 15 minutes of the movie i love Flew i thought he was hilarious i was very interested to see his relationship with uh harley quinn and um obviously that didn't happen but i will say yeah his death scene was one of my top five lol <laughs> moments because
0: that was so good
1: it was so emotional and then she just started smacking his face because he doesn't finish his sentence about why she needs to carry the javelin. And it yeah, I was dying. One. I was like, that is the funniest thing. And I still loved all the characters that were left. And I understand having to do that because, my gosh, it already felt like there were too many characters. Like, even after they killed yeah. all those characters, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many people to keep track of. And yeah, right. so I under- I... I think it would have been a worse movie had he not killed them off because there so. just yeah. would have been too much going on but i was kind of like Ugh. like it just kind of irked me from the beginning i was like oh man i kind of liked those characters like i was interested in seeing them but it's funny if you go back i remember thinking like i knew nathan fillion was in the movie and then i was like he's not in the trailer and i was like that's weird. oh yeah
0: like, yeah, you don't even like really see him, do you? Yeah, I
1: think he has like a split second of a thing, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. He mustn't have a very big part. And he really, really doesn't. Um, yeah. But so what I was saying earlier is that they could have brought Deadshot back for this, and they could have killed him on the beach.
0: They could have, and that right. would have like, solved like, the easily... whole like
1: Idris Elba Will Smith thing. But clearly, Will Smith didn't want to come back. So, and then my other big beef, like, and I don't, I think. Maybe I would feel different in a Dolby theater. But the starfish thing was just like too far for me. Like I just was like, I don't believe it. Like it just was like, it was like a, it was just like a little bit too much. And I, I don't normally feel that way. And I get it. Like the whole like mind control thing. But for me, it was just like really a giant starfish. And then the thinker didn't even do anything like he was like in control of all of this stuff but then i was thinking he would have a much bigger role Mm -hmm. and he didn't and and he was was,
0: uh, you know i thought like i thought his scenes were good like i thought he was a a, like good character and like yeah so which makes me wonder like like what
1: scenes of his ended up on the like the cutting Uh floor he wasn't even really like the mastermind behind no the the star the giant starfish and i was kind of like oh well that's kind of dumb like you're not even like the person behind it so yeah those are like my two big where i just kind of was like ah i didn't love that part of it like i i don't know what else he could have done like i i don't disagree that it was bad for the movie i think i just for me it was kind of like yeah it just made me enjoy it a little bit less because i was like sure and it expelling all those tiny little starfishes from his armpits was like the grossest thing it
0: was that was visually uncomfortable yes like that was disturbing uh that in a way um i will say like I, I think it's weird because like the things like they just didn't bother me um like so like the the killing of the people on the beach like yeah i wish like a couple maybe more of the characters would have made it through that um and they didn't but like i i didn't really feel like like i would have liked to see more of like flula borg um his javelin all the other characters i was kind of like oh all right like this like i just like I, th- I think i just rolled with it like i don't know why like yeah. I, it's just i think i came into it being like james gunn's james gunn and like let's go along yeah. for the ride. Um, and so like, I didn't, I do not really get hung up on that. And I, like, I, I think, you know, you're right. Like, I think if he had kept them alive, like it probably wouldn't have worked out very well. No, so like, it, just,
1: it would have been way too much.
0: It would have been bloated. Right. Like it would have been yeah. so much going on. Um, as far as the starfish goes, like, I think Starro, the conqueror, um, <laughs> like, so, I don't know why, so like I missed I, the
1: fact that it had a name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Starro, Starro, the conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, And i think like i don't i don't know like i just didn't i didn't really look at starro as like it was more of like a a coincidental threat than like a villain to me where it's like it's just like he you know like this like starro doesn't want to be here either really like he's just been kind of trapped here and i thought like that was kind of an interesting part like that was i actually did really like that part when starro dies and he's yeah. like still like mind controlling some of the people. And he, you know, he said, like, I was doing just fine, like floating through space, staring at the stars. Like I never wanted to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like captured he's almost and like a
1: victim. Like, he's not really a villain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so like and and I read this about um the like the Suicide Squad and Star O and all that stuff. And like I think I think gun like the stuff that you have a problem with is stuff that he tried to stay very like religious to the comic books with
1: yeah and i will attest to the fact that i have no clue what the comic books have so it's like yeah. for me that's why i'm saying like i'm not the target audience for this like people who are like love yeah. the comics are like well, Star of the conqueror and i'm like that's yeah. a dumb giant starfish and i hate yeah. it
0: <laughs> and like i think i think like part of like again for me like i, I took that as as the joke, right? Like, is that James Gunn is, like, throwing another joke in there that, like, the big bad villain is this thing called right. Star of the Conqueror, and it's just kind of, like, silly, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it, it wasn't, like I said, it was more of, like, a coincidental threat than, like, a villain. Um, and I think the main point that I guess is, like, pretty, like, fluid throughout, like, Suicide Squad, like, comics and stuff like that, it's, like, the overarching thing of, like, the, like, the U.S. government, like, basically like like turning the gears and like kind of being the the actual bad guys and stuff like that like that's kind of the whole point of it is that like they they introduce you to these villains the suicide squad like these people that are bad really? and like they go out and do you know good things or try to do good things or whatever but like they're really kind of being like forced to do it and like a lot of the situations they get put in is because of like the u.s government has like done shady stuff. you know what i'm saying like yeah it's kind of trying to like redirect it as like you know these are the people to blame as opposed to star of the conqueror and like the culto maltese or yeah corto corto maltese Um okay harley you know people and whatever (laughs) she's like
1: what are you yelling she's like i don't know what you're called
0: (laughs) yeah but but yeah i mean i think that was just kind of like my part with it was that like i did really enjoy the characters that they rolled forward with and I was more interested in, like, kind of the jokes, some of the action, some of, like, the heartfelt, like, stuff than I was about, like, a villain or, like, I just don't really know. Like, I think it just, like, clicked with me, like, a little easier. Um, and I, I just kind of, like, rolled with it. Yeah. Um, cause, like, start, like, like I, I I still
1: I didn't enjoyed feel like, like, it. Like Yeah, for I sure, for sure. 77 still pretty good.
0: That's a good score. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like I just I think especially I just the DC it universe. enjoyed it more. <laughs> yeah, especially especially in the DC universe. Well, I think too um,
1: like I it's just is such a different movie because like I do think I don't know, in some weird way like I think the DC movies like take themselves too seriously whereas yep. Marvel would be like the opposite. This is the first DC movie. Well, I don't know. I would say Birds of Prey would be similar in nature. Yeah, to Birds of Prey got out there for sure. Um, where it just doesn't take itself like too seriously, but mm-hmm. in some regards, like I kind of missed the weight of like a typical like DC movie. Like in some regards, I wouldn't say all, like entirely. Yeah. I think the tone of it was kind of perfect for Suicide Squad because they are just nuts. Like these characters are crazy. <laughs> like there's a guy yeah. who just expels polka dots like it's nuts um but yeah so i i did like the twist of like they kind of i when i went back and watched the original suicide squad like they were kind of already setting up that amanda wallen was like wallen waller what's her last name it's wallers too waller Waller. she is not a good person
0: she's a bad person yeah
1: yeah that just happens to work for the u.s government so the big yeah, like
0: yeah she's not like a super villain like that is in yeah. prison like she's the one that's running the people who are in prison yeah and she's so still I guess a bad there person, is like one big not. like
1: twist and the twist being that they're not there to destroy starro they're there to destroy the records because the US government is the one that's basically started this project so it's like their fault yeah. that it's gotten to where it has yeah i guess
0: that is kind of kind of a twist
1: yeah, so I'm like I get and then the like the big twist is that Peacemaker was sent with a second mission and that was to make sure that the records got destroyed regardless and Rick Flagg, who is also in the first suicide squad so he carries over. Colonel Rick Flag. Um and it was funny cuz I actually read an article today where what's his face? I don't remember uh Joel Kinnaman I think is the Joel actor Kinneman. that plays yeah. him which is funny cuz I just got done watching House of Cards like not too long ago and he plays like in the last two seasons he plays like the opposing candidate oh really yeah and i was like man i was like i was watching it and i was like i know that guy from somewhere i was like what have i seen him in but obviously he it's plays Colonel like Rick a clean Flag. cut like senator in yeah. the house of cards so i didn't really recognize him and i was like oh yeah it's that guy uh which i think he's good he was really really good in the movie um mm-hmm. but yeah there's just like some stuff that like goes down at the end with like that big twist, and I didn't hate the twist. I actually liked the twist. Um, yeah, the twist, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's
0: kind of a twist, but well, yeah, I, feel I liked like it they too. They were kind
1: of sowing the seeds of like she's not a good he, person.
0: Yeah, honestly, like that's why like I didn't even like think about that as like a twist was because like it didn't really surprise me. Like it was yeah. just kind of like, and that's you know kind of like I said, kind of the same thing with Star. Like I think I was just much more like along for the ride when I was yeah. watching this movie that yeah. I just wasn't really like you know, I wasn't yeah. thinking like that yeah. kind of, like, deeply about things, I guess. I was just kind of enjoying, like, what was in, what was in front of me, uh, more so. Um
1: Well, and that's and so I hard, think- too. Like, when you're in a cinematic universe, like, not trying to connect the dots is, like, hard to do. Like, to, like, take yourself out of it. Because, especially when it's not entirely... Like, Shazam was, like, entirely standalone. Like, there are no other... Like, there's references to Batman and Superman, but they're not in the movie. Yeah. It's, like, the only... It's the only, I think, DC movie that doesn't have a character from like another DC movie in it. Shazam, so it's yeah. hard. Like with this one, where it's like, yeah, but like Margot Robbie was in the other one, like Viola Davis was in the other one, like Joel Kenneman was in the other one. Jai Courtney wasn't, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it it is still connected, but it feels very different and not in a bad way. I, don't, I wouldn't say, but but I'm also a weirdo that just actually likes the DC movies, even uh, even though I can
0: clearly see see, like the
1: issues that they have yeah
0: yeah I'm the same way
1: I still really really enjoy them I saw some crazy people okay maybe this isn't crazy I've seen some crazy people who put this as their favorite DC movie and I'm like you're nuts Wonder Woman is so much better than this movie (laughs) but that's like I just love Wonder Woman like
0: yeah and like what's what's funny about that is that i think this is my highest rated dc no i
1: know that's why i said that i was like i guess i shouldn't say that it's so crazy and i think and and i think but i think that like
0: perfectly highlights like the taste as well yeah like the stuff that james gunn was doing like you know it was like right up my alley like it was exactly what i wanted and it's exactly like what i enjoy and like i was ready to kind of like get crazy with it right yeah and like that's just not exactly like your taste.
1: No, it's not. I don't really And care Wonder to see Woman a giant like I, Shark Man rip somebody in half. It's not really yeah. my thing.
0: Yeah. It's fine. And it's like for me, like, you know, yeah, I love that. Like, it's it's I love great. That. And like I want to see more like sharks Wonder ripping Woman,
1: people in half.
0: <laughs> Wonder Woman, like I love Wonder Woman, but I, I don't think I like Wonder Woman as much as you do. Yeah. Like, and that's just kind of the well, taste Well and thing, I think it's know? like a
1: it's a female thing. Like I feel like it's just like sure. that women empowerment, like to sort of yeah. thing and but I think every everybody can objectively look at Wonder Woman and go like, yeah it's one of the better DC movies like Patty yeah, Jenkins did the an incredible best. job yeah. like, but for me it's like yeah I just felt more connected to that movie and I just for and sure. it's a period piece which you know I love you know I love the yeah. old movies um, right
0: alley.
1: Yeah. I, there are five moments that I want to talk about that made me yes. totally laugh out loud uh, when Viola Davis is briefing the B team um, which is the Idris Elba, Ratcatcher 2, all those people. And she was like, do you guys have any questions? And Ratcatcher 2 like, raises her hand and she's like, what is that? And it's an is overhead that? projector. I died. And she's like, that well, was if you're great. not going to use it, why don't you just throw it away? Why do like, just throw it I, away? Because <laughs> you know those are just sitting like, in conference <laughs> rooms all over
0: the country. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. makes
1: it hilarious. Um, That's so
0: good. That was so funny.
1: It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, It's so funny because it is so relatable, which I think is what you were talking about. Like when James Gunn makes it like approachable. Like these are like there is a man sitting in this room that is a shark. He's a shark, a a
0: literal shark. He's a a giant great white,
1: and we're talking about the overhead projector in the corner. So I'm like, I get it. Yeah, he's so his script writing, like the way he. I saw some (sighs) article that was like. You know more and care more about these characters in the first like twelve minutes of this movie than half of the characters in the old Suicide Squad. Oh, 100%. just because of how he like personifies these characters, and yeah. just like the dumb, like the whole sequence of them in the plane getting ready to be dropped down onto the beach is like so talking funny. About,
0: talking about Weasel and everything, yeah. the, the the Weasel line about like what kind of dog do you think yeah, it is? Yeah, he's mate? like, is this a dog? I had me. He's crying. <laughs> he's like, I think I it's an know, Afghan, Afghan hound.
1: Yeah. Where he's like, and somebody's like, "Is that a, I think Harley's like, "Is that a werewolf?" And he's like, "Oh my werewolf. gosh, is that a werewolf?" Like he like starts freaking out. Like just all of their like, interactions. It's so good. You're like, right. Like he
0: just he just cuts yeah. right through like all of the like he he just yeah like he just makes it accessible where it's like you just immediately and like with me like obviously I trust James Gunn on like yeah. what he's doing like he knows what he's doing and so like immediately I just like oh cool like I get. What this character is now like well, right I away actually
1: thought like okay so he's the master of like small talk so this like idea of like this whole, the whole plane scene is literally just small talk but it's like character yeah. development right like you're like getting to know the characters like i died where he was like he's like so what does your name stand for and he's like what do you mean he's like tdk like what does it stand for he's like no it's my name it stands for me he's like, it was just a he's bunch like, of random letters. It's and then he's like, aren't all names just letters? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was dying. I was like, okay, this is yeah. hilarious. But then like, so that's what made me mad that when they die, because I was like, oh, yeah. I wanted to see more of the banter. Like I, like when um, TDK like looks over at the Blackguard. So Pete Davidson and Nathan Fillion, like, and he's like, yeah, no, you just put it together like that and then you're safe like it's like his like little seatbelt like, that he puts on like it's just like belt. so yeah. funny like it's just this tiny little throwaway moment and it's like perfect and like i think that's what made it, me even more upset well then i thought i was like oh, okay so we know they're going to die i was thinking that was going to be the end of the movie and so when he when they said like 8 days before oh. i was like oh so we're going to get to see more of these characters and then it just wasn't and nope. i was like oh man now i'm even more mad like i cuz I, I thought see what you're that, that was going to be the and so then I was like, oh, no, it's still I can understand why
0: you get hung up yeah. on that, like I'm why like, that would that's kind
1: of just, I'm like a little because the banter, like was so good between the characters. like They did such it a good was. job. Um, we already talked about javelin dying and how funny I thought that was um, when the polka dot man envisions the whole team as his mom. I was crying laughing like that poor actress that had to get into all of those. Oh, like, yeah. Different outfits
0: when yeah because i think the question was like where is your mom now yeah and he says everywhere, everywhere. and then the camera pans back to them and it's just like <laughs> 10 of his mom staring back at him in the different uniforms in the different
1: outfits <laughs> that everybody was in oh my gosh i was dying and then
0: uh, and then the uh, the scene in the club when he's yes, dancing
1: yes and, and it's then, all of his and moms it does it yeah. again and then at the oh end, when gosh. the starfish turns into a giant version of his mom, it, that was a pretty good running joke. I did like that. It was. Um, I liked that. King Shark saying he was going to use a mustache to disguise himself got me real good. He was like, well, I, say, like, I thought I,
0: I thought like that whole scene between Idris Elba and Danielle Melchior and King Shark, which was obviously a CGI character. Yeah, but it was um,
1: Sylvester Stallone, voiced him. It was, it was Sly Stallone who it was voiced Sly. him, which is insane.
0: Uh but that whole, like, the delivery of those lines during yeah. the fake mustache scene and, like, the facial acting and stuff between all, yeah. like, three of them, like, just yeah. killed me. Like, I thought it was... I thought it was re- It was one of my favorite scenes, like, of the movie just because it was, like, little stuff that was yeah. just, like, so well acted and so well, yeah. like, delivered that it just made me laugh.
1: That's kind of like... I was tra- I was talking to Jocelyn this week and um uh, she watched Jungle Cruise and I was saying... I don't want to spoil Jungle Cruise, but I would just say the sword scene. So if you've seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. The the writing and the editing of that was so perfect like it's just like this bing 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 like it's just like a little ping pong ball like going back and forth between all the characters and it was like brilliant and i felt like that was yeah. a scene that was like that where it's just like these little snippets like but that all comes quick. down to like editing yeah
0: yeah 100%. So it makes it feels like so witty and so quick and so like like well paced Yeah. it's so like it was so
1: well done like i I never have issues with James Gunn scripts. Like he's always a really he's a really good dialogue writer. Like he's very good at very writing good. dialogue. I'd say to that's like point, his biggest so, strength. Yes. So my favorite moment of the whole movie that I literally laughed so hard that I had to go back and rewind it because I think I missed a part was after they infiltrate the giant building that they have to get into. Jotunheim.
0: And
1: Jotunheim. I knew it had some weird name. When Milton dies, so Milton is this van driver (laughs) that is just a normal guy (laughs) that they (laughs) hijack his van. He comes along for the ride. Now he's just part of the team. And he dies. And then the polka dot man is like distraught that Milton is dead because he's just a normal guy that decided that he was going to take on this mission with them. And And, polka dot man
0: liked him. They were kind of friends. Yes.
1: And he's like, Milton's dead. And Harley Quinn is like who is Milton and there's like there's a whole exchange and they're all hiding in these like cubicles in this office having this exchange and he's like are you kidding me Milton's been with us the whole time and she's like I swear there was not a Milton I would have remembered a Milton the Milton is a a very uncommon name I would have remembered somebody named Milton and then Idris Elba is like Milton came with us he was he's like, like oh, why God. was he even yeah. here he was what was like, he I going he's to do in the van <laughs> <It laughs> he's he like what was he laugh. gonna do he's
0: like he was helping he's yeah. like what he was gonna no, he do wasn't. what
1: yeah like <laughs> I just the whole thing like made me laugh that whole scene I was like oh my gosh it's so funny and then they did the best like turnaround at the end where she thanks idris elba and says like thanks milton and he's like i'm not milton
0: i'm not milton (laughs) yeah (laughs) my favorite my favorite part about that milton scene was when they're coming in through the rain right and they have that big wide shot of like everyone yeah and i'm like looking and i remember i pointed out to savannah in the movie i was like look i was like it's i was like they have like the the random guy guy. is coming in with them i was like why is he coming in with them and like i specifically pointed it out and then they had the whole (laughs) milton scene and i was just (laughs) losing. Oh Oh, she was yeah she was cracking up. It's so Um, funny. I think my favorite my favorite like scene and like payoff of like a joke and everything was uh the scene when they infiltrate like the gorilla camp.
1: Okay. Oh and like they're trying to save Rick Flag. This is totally up your alley. I know exactly what you're gonna say.
0: And Idris Elba and and uh, so um bloodsport and peacemaker are like having like a kill off basically they're like seeing who can one-up each other and quietly
1: um, yeah very quietly
0: very stealthily yeah and like they're doing like all kinds of like different stuff and there's one line that that uh that idris elba has when he does like the like exploding rounds or whatever and it's like show off uh and like that line like from from john cena and yes. he, like, he said nobody likes a show off and he's like he's like they do and what you're showing them is dope as fuck <laughs> and then Idris yourself like goes he goes fuck he's right, right. but he's but, right. but the whole reveal when they get to the tent yes and open it up and they're all just standing there and then king shark like comes through the side and he just has like his head sticking through yeah. like the curtain thing yeah and then they're like are you drinking tea like to rick flag because they're trying to like save rick flag and then like i it, like at that moment like as soon as i saw rick flag sitting down at the table i was like oh no and then like it's revealed that uh those are kind of their allies and yeah. and
1: they just killed the entire camp they just
0: massacred the entire camp she very was like, stealthily i know
1: she's like why didn't my people alert me that you were here and they were like well, i don't know that's weird we didn't see any people
0: we didn't see we didn't see any people <laughs> they're, like, covered no. in blood yeah and then polka dot man is like I, I i pictured all of them as my mom and i killed them <laughs> <laughs> so good there's also a great joke like right after that though like when they kind of like decide to like team up or whatever and sebastian the little rat from yeah. like rat Catcher's two rat yeah. two's rat is like waving and like the rick flag and the girl are like in the middle of a conversation and she's like is that Is that rat waving at me? And he turns around. and He goes, "I believe it is." I believe it is. (laughs) And she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "I'm gonna guess it's because he's friendly." (laughs) Like he's just like, I don't even know how to explain. I don't know. I can't explain it. This rat waving at you right now.
1: Yeah, just go with it, Uh, man. That's but there's just so many like
0: there's so many good payoffs and and like I yeah I will say like Ratcatcher two and Bloodsports like dynamic and their whole storyline and their whole thing like I thought that they had like a really good payoff and like i got very invested like in both those characters and again like one of them is literally called rat catcher 2
1: right (laughs) and
0: she her power is that she can control rats and the other one is some guy named Bloodsport that you know is like an expert assassin essentially but like we had no idea who either of these people were going into the movie and i felt like he injected like a lot of like heart and like a pretty good payoff between the two of them
1: yeah, for sure. No, I, they definitely were like the yeah, the the center of the movie. Like they really grounded the movie um outside mm-hmm. of all the craziness.
0: I I was apparently I saw something from Gunn saying that like the original ending had Ratcatcher 2 dying. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was like he's like he cuz they asked him about like Harley or Bloodsport like were either of them ever going to like really die and he was like no, like we were pretty set on them like making it through he's like but originally he's like i wrote Ratcatcher 2 to like die at the end and he's like then he's like once we like cast it and got into it and like i kind of understood the character a little bit more that i was writing he was like there's just no way that i can kill <laughs> right. her he's like that would be he's like it would be too cruel because she's like she's like the the only pretty much like good person really yeah in yep. the movie like she's actually a good person like she just kind of was like wrong place wrong time you know victim of like Growing up in poverty and kind of like her dad dying and right. like you know what I'm saying like she and she...
1: which I till the end I was like oh my gosh that was Taika Titi what the heck how is he how what? does he does he sleep does the he's, man sleep he's in everything I don't know. he's in everything he's he's directing everywhere everything. and he's, he's also everything. making everything yes I'm like when does he have the time.
0: I don't, I really don't understand. I mean, he literally has like a new show coming out on Hulu. I think next week, like he's, he's everywhere. He's doing everything. Like he's writing um, Thor Love and Thunder, like, or maybe they already shot. I think they, they're shooting shooting it right now. Yeah. They're shooting that. Like, I know he's, he's got another, he's supposed to have like a Star Wars thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And there's like something else that's like actually like like, pretty big franchise wise. He's in
1: Free Guy, which we're reviewing next week.
0: Well, yeah he seems to be like the the like lead villain and free guy. Um, so, anyways, I noticed him right away like the first scene that they Did flashed to. Did you really? I didn't
1: until the very end, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's Taika Waititi."
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally like I said it like right away. I looked at Savannah, and I was like, "That's Taika," and she was like, "Oh my gosh, it is." That's hilarious. I thought Harley was awesome in this movie. I know we haven't like barely talked Dude, about she, her. In this okay, movie. so I think
1: our WTF moment of the podcast is when she shot that guy. I was like, oh <gasps> yeah. So, this, like, drug lord, whatever... I don't even know what he is. Like, he's just Military
0: coup, took over the country, island, whatever. But
1: doesn't want anything to do with, like, that whole lifestyle. He just, like, loves his birds and, like, whatever. And he wants to marry Harley Quinn, so he, like... They capture her on the beach and then bring her to his palace and he's like asks her to marry him and like all this stuff they get together and then he's like talking and then he just turns around and she just shoots him in the middle of his like his thing and i was like oh like it was i literally was like oh my gosh but it's so good she's like i made a promise to myself um that i wasn't gonna stay with any guys who had any sort of red flags do the right thing yeah. Like, and, and I just was like, them. oh my gosh. But my favorite part of that whole scene is when she's done giving her whole spiel and she goes, I can't believe his gun was loaded. <laughs> like, she, the one she shot him with. Like, yeah, it was his she, gun or whatever, but like. Yeah. It was really oh, good. And then just, when she's like. She's so good. Being tortured and mm-hmm. pulls herself up. Like, she kills a guy. So we just. We didn't just do, we just released Rogue Nation on the Booze Cruise podcast, but we talk about Ilsa Faust like killing somebody with her legs. And almost like the Carly does the exact same thing. And then she literally like grabs the key with her like foot and then like pulls herself up on these like chains. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, and you can tell it's Margot Robbie doing it.
0: Yeah. Like I'm like, like the her. camera's like yeah. the camera's like you can see her during the entire shot I'm like
1: oh my gosh she's really pulling herself up I'm like that's amazing I couldn't do that right now I'm like that's uh yeah. that's pretty no amazing way.
0: yeah very impressive but she's and then like her whole like, fight scene after that is, is yes. so great too
1: I really really liked how James Gunn wrote her character in the movie like I felt like he did um I felt like he nailed yeah. it
0: yeah um, I think so too it was kind of her like like turning a page a little bit like, like a little bit new, new chapter I guess yeah like, for Harley, I, I don't know, like she or her I liked character. The,
1: I still think I liked the fight scene in the police department better oh. Oh. than the one in the palace. Even though the one in the palace was cool, like she did it, like they did a really good job yeah. with it. But I think her fight scenes in Birds of Prey were like way better.
0: The one, the one in the police station and Birds of Prey was, I was like by far my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. Like that movie, like I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I, like really I thought it was liked good. It. it wasn't like great, great. for me but like it was still pretty up there like i think i scored in the 80s um and that scene was amazing the police department fight but no i mean like i thought i thought she was good and like it's i'm glad that she does have her own movie and another one coming out where like she's more of the centerpiece because you get like more time with that character because like being in suicide squad with all the other characters like there's gonna be a drain like it just happens that like that everybody's gonna get the the spotlight all the time so. but I always
1: think like she's kind of the glue that holds the suicide squad together like she's the one that's like for sure like when they're in the plane like she's just like chatting everybody up and like she knows half the people on there you know so she's just like this is like her shtick you know yeah. and I love yeah. when she gets on the plane they're like she, they're like what put you back in prison like this is like she was out for a while and now she's back in you know she was like what did she say I had I had road rage inside of a bank
0: <laughs> inside of a bank yeah I had road rage inside of a bank
1: yeah but uh that's so good Her character was so good. I just think like, and she plays so well off of the other characters that I don't even care that she's not like the spotlight because I think she, like her interactions are so good. But Yeah, super strong. Yeah. I am, uh, I will, I promise I'm vowing right now to go see the Suicide Squad in theaters. I promise to go see it and maybe I will change my my ranking. Um,
0: I would recommend it.
1: um, I think we need to leave on some Johnny Cash because that's how we came in to the movie yes. so I think it's only appropriate that we're leaving with a little Johnny Cash I to take us out
0: eyes wide open all the time I keep the ends out for the tie that binds because you're mine I walk the line